Hello and welcome to the Home Building Hero, where we make you the hero in your new home. Today's topic is six heating and cooling upgrades that you can't ignore for your new home. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero today. So, whether you have an existing home or a new home that you're going to be building, you do need to spend a little bit of time getting familiar with the heating and cooling systems in your new home or your existing home to make sure that you have the proper system that you need. And there are quite a few different upgrades or potential areas that you can improve your heating and cooling system. And it really depends a lot on your lifestyle. Of course, it depends on your budget and uh, it, it depends on the comfort level that you want in your home. And a lot of times, you know, a standard furnace and air conditioner will definitely, you know, control the temperature of your home. There's no doubt that's what it's supposed to do, right? However, there are a lot of comfort issues that a lot of times people overlook. And a lot of times the heating and cooling system is a key component in the comfort level of your home. So you want to be able to make sure that you've got everything that you need and you know, a lot of times there's things that you can add to your existing home inexpensively that will improve the comfort level. And of course, on a new home as well. And it's not just all about energy efficiency. Uh, that is clearly very important. So before we get into the different options that you have that you should look at, I want to make sure that I make this very clear for everyone. You can have the very best furnace. You can have the very best air conditioner and the most efficient one on the market. But if your home is not built in an efficient manner and it's not energy efficient, it's not going to matter as much. And you don't want to get into a situation where you're throwing a ton of money out the window, so to speak, by putting in systems that are really expensive when you have massive air leakage in your home. And you have to be aware of that. So, I mean, if you have a home with two by four walls and R13 insulation and you have crummy windows and um, the insulation isn't done very well, there's no point in putting in a super high efficiency furnace uh, because it, it, you're going to lose a lot of that that air, uh, you know, out of your home. So just be aware of that and make sure that you know your house is insulated very well and is energy efficient. So um, certainly, if you need to upgrade your furnace, you want to put a little bit more efficient unit in. That's fine, but you want to make sure that your home is is energy efficient as well. So let's get started on a couple different things that you can do to uh, improve your home, whether you're building one or you're taking your existing home and fixing it up. So let's start right off the bat with the furnace. There are a couple different types of furnaces that are out on the market. And typically, most people are gonna put in a standard single stage furnace. Most of the areas that uh, I work in would have roughly about a 92 to 95% efficient furnace. And uh, 95 is pretty normal for what we put in and it's a single stage furnace. So basically, the newer furnaces are much smaller than the old ones, and they're designed to run more often. So in the past, the idea was, let's you know just fire this thing up, get the heat to the right level, and then turn it off. And they were very inefficient because it, it takes a lot of energy to get something going. So the idea behind this is, let's have this thing run more often at a gentler level, and um, it'll be more energy efficient. Even though it's running longer, it will also make the home more comfortable. So if you have a home that's say 15 or 20 years old and you're still on your original furnace, you know, you may want to look at, you know, a new furnace down the road because one they're going to run 
probably more quiet and they're going to run longer and your house is going to be more comfortable as well and it's probably going to be more energy efficient too because furnaces from 15 20 years ago were uh they could have been 88 percent efficient 92 percent efficient and and now a lot of them that are coming out are over 95 percent efficient so that's obviously the first thing is having a single stage furnace which is pretty normal for most homes but they do have an upgrade and it's a two-stage furnace and the two-stage furnace is nice in the fact that when you have a very, very cold day, it will kick into basically what I call a higher gear or a higher level, and it's going to be um, running at a more powerful level to keep up with that weather. So again, on a nice day when it's, say, 40 or 50 out and uh, you need to call for heat, it's it's just going to stay in that single-stage mode. It's going to run, you know, again, more gently, but then when you've got a day when it's zero out and you're getting more calls for heat, it's gonna kind of flip over to that higher level. Yes, it won't be quite as efficient, but it's it's gonna get that, that warm air pumping in your house a little bit faster. So the two-stage furnace is actually more energy efficient than the single stage. So many times those are in the 96, 96.5% range currently for a two-stage furnace. If you really wanna take it to the next level, you can go with a modulating furnace. Now this is gonna be quite a bit more expensive of a unit, but this can this furnace can change the efficiency by the degree. So it's pretty amazing, um, the technology in that. And those furnaces can be nearly 98% or, or even a little bit above that uh, efficient because it can turn up or down as much as it needs uh, to accommodate the needs of your home. So uh, from an efficiency standpoint, they're very efficient, uh, but they are more, much more of a costly unit. So uh, many times people will opt to go with a two-stage furnace uh, versus the modulating just because of the cost, but they are very efficient um, and will make your home very comfortable. They're also very quiet and they operate very well. So uh, certainly some options there on your furnace to get really good airflow, good comfort level in your home. Now, the next thing that you want to look at for your heating system is the air filtration unit. Now, many builders and many homes just come with a standard furnace filter. It's probably about an inch thick and it just slides in. I very much do not recommend using that filter. It's not going to be very efficient at removing um, debris and things uh, from the air and out of your home. And uh, I do recommend a media filter. And those are usually a thicker filter. They kind of, when you pull them apart, they look a little bit like an accordion. Uh, so there's going to be lots of um, protruded uh, or, you know, kind of uh, uh, ribbed uh, areas that go in it. And um, it's basically made out of a, a material that's going to catch a lot of hairs and fibers in the air and, and pull that out. So one, it doesn't go through your furnace and then it doesn't also transfer into your heating and cooling system. Now, if you do go with one of those, I highly recommend that. It's not a very expensive upgrade if for some reason you don't have that. Um, they typically are going to come in different MERV ratings. So they go from a MERV 8 to a MERV 11 to a MERV 13. Now we typically will uh, include a MERV 11 and we include a media air filter in our homes uh, because we feel that's you know important to have. Uh, those filters can last six months to a year before you need to change them. Whereas the other filter, you've really got to clean it out or change it almost every month. And um, the MERV rating, what that stands for is minimum efficiency reporting value. Minimum efficiency reporting value is your MERV rating. 
And so that just means how much you know material is this filter going to be able to filter out for you. So you do want to go with those higher rated filters if possible. They are a little bit more expensive. I would say, you know, at least try and get the Merv 11 if possible. Uh, that's a that's a good one. And you can, you know, if you're really susceptible to um, particles and things like that, and that you're bothered by that, you can go to the Merv 13 filter, which will really take out a lot of stuff out of the air. And that can help, you know, again, get rid of some of the pollen and things that are in the air that might make you, uh, you know, not really sick, but cause allergies and things like that. But uh, it's still going to allow some things to go through that filter. And the stuff that this filter does not take care of, there's another product out there. And this is something that not as many people have, but it's a really cool feature. And it's a UV light. And this is something that you can add into your furnace system. And basically what it does is it removes the stuff that your air filter doesn't. And specifically, it gets rid of things like mold and bacteria. And for people that tend to get sick a lot or if you have kids that are always getting illness, this is definitely something that you want to consider because it will help you um, stay healthier uh, because it's getting rid of things that, that bother people. And this is definitely in that comfort category out of anything that we're talking about. This is definitely a home comfort item. These started off in hospitals to kind of sterilize the air. And basically the UV light, um, when it hits mold or bacteria, it, it kills it. And, um, you know, then you've got your filter, of course, too. So, you know, you're, you're getting a much cleaner air circulating through your home it has other benefits as well too so i mean obviously besides the fact that it'll probably cut down your likelihood of getting a cold or flu um it keeps your coil cleaner and the inside of your furnace clean as well so this system is going to be a couple hundred dollars to install and the light will last roughly about a year before you need to replace it so you will be replacing it uh, on an annual basis that's the downside to it but you know if you have routine maintenance done on your furnace uh, you can you know have the furnace filter change you can have the uv light swapped out and you are going to have yourself a very clean efficient system and very clean air in your home when you do that so those are a few of the items that you can do to make your house more comfortable and um, hopefully get rid of some sickness there's another item that is a very good comfort item that a lot of people do add and it is called an HRV and that stands for heat recovery ventilator and at HRV what it does is it's got a coil inside of it and what it's going to do is it's going to take your inside air your old stale inside air so it goes through your furnace and then it goes through this HRV unit and the warm air from your home hits this coil and warms up the coil and then that warm air goes outside and then the other part of this system is that it brings in fresh air so it'll take the cool fresh air through a different chamber and it'll take it through a filter so it'll filter out that air then that filtered out cool air hits this coil which will warm it back up and then bring it into your home. So you don't lose a lot of energy efficiency with this system. However, you do gain fresh air exchanges in your home. And nowadays with new homes being so tight and so energy efficient, you know, we have to be careful that, you know, we, we don't want to have, 
you know, too much stale air in the home. And a lot of times what you'll see with homes is that in the winter, especially when they're very airtight, you don't get a lot of fresh air in them. And a lot of times you will get a lot more humidity in the home. So this system also has a humidistat on it and you can control the humidity level in your home with this. So not only are you getting the fresh air and the benefit of that, which also will help reduce sickness in the home um, and give you fresher air, make you feel better, energize you more, but you also can control the humidity level. So a lot of times people with a lot of humidity issues in their home when there's too much humidity in the winter and you're getting all that condensation on your windows, that will help with that because you're bringing in that cooler, fresh, dry air and you can, of course, reduce that humidity level a little bit in your home to make sure that your windows aren't frosting up as much. So it does have that ancillary benefit as well. Does it solve that problem all the time? No, because that's obviously a problem that, you know, if you're generating too much humidity or you're not getting enough air movement in your home, that's how you can have that issue as well. But it does help reduce that occurrence. And it is a very good product and uh, it definitely improves the livability of your home having something like that in there and the comfort level as well. And who doesn't want fresh air? So I got two other quick items to discuss with you. And uh, one of them is adding in an air humidifier. And again, you have to be careful because um, a lot of times these homes have too much humidity in them. But uh, sometimes in the winter as well, when the heat has been running for a long time, your house can get very, very dry and sometimes too dry. And you know, especially if you have natural wood floors, you might notice that they shrink up because the moisture in your home you know, once things start to dry out, it's going to start pulling moisture from anywhere it can. If there's not enough moisture in the air, it's going to start pulling it from anywhere there's moisture. Your skin, um, your um, if there's any remaining water in the home, of course, that's going to evaporate very quickly. But it's going to start pulling it from the woodwork, your cabinetry, your wood floors, anywhere that already has a little bit of moisture in it, it's going to start pulling the, from there as well. So you can add in an inline humidifier. And basically, you have a plumber put a water line in and this... It would also have a humidistat. You can set the humidity level and it will automatically add some moisture into the air as your furnace is running. Um, you don't want to go with the system where you have to manually add the water because uh, most likely you're going to forget it's going to need constant maintenance. So get one that you know you put a water line into and it will add uh, water right in as your furnace is running. So uh, those are nice systems as well. And then the last but not least item for making sure that you have an energy efficient and comfortable home is the thermostat. And there are a lot of great options out there nowadays. And many of the thermostats, uh, I still recommend that you get a thermostat through your qualified heating contractor. And the reason I do say that is because um, although there's a lot of aftermarket products out there, uh, a lot of them don't always play as nicely with the furnace and they're going to require some extra programming. So while it may be, might be nice to have the Wi-Fi capability, I recommend getting that directly through your furnace installer and making sure that they set it up properly versus using a third-party one and uh, not, not necessarily setting it up properly. But an energy-efficient home also has a programmable thermostat at a minimum so that you can control the temperature and program it around your schedule. So for example... You would set it up maybe where at night the temperature turns down a little bit when you're sleeping. And it also turns down during the day when you're at work. So you can have a work mode and maybe let's say you set your house to 63 or 65 while you're gone. 
and then maybe a half an hour before you get home, the temperature starts to turn up so that when you get home, it's, it's a nice comfortable 70 degrees. And then again, when you go to bed, maybe you turn it back down to 65 or 64 or something, wherever you're comfortable at. But the programmable thermostat is awesome because it, it allows you to dial up and down the temperature of your home around your schedule. So I would definitely recommend that. And then they do have also some very good options for internet connectivity nowadays. So most of these thermostats do offer a Wi-Fi option so you can connect to your wireless network and then they would have an app that you would run through your smartphone. So you can, if you're gone for a long time, you can basically set up, okay, and check on your furnace. So if your furnace goes out, you can get a notification or if your schedule changes and you're like, wow, you know, I'm gonna be home, you know, three hours early today, I'm gonna turn the temperature back up before I get home so I'm nice and comfortable. You can do all of that with your Wi-Fi enabled smart thermostat. In addition to that, there's there's a lot of other really cool benefits to it. Um, you know, you can actually track a lot of the energy efficiency of your home uh, with those systems. So a lot of times they will give you reports and different tools that you can uh, take advantage of. It'll also send you notifications if there's an issue with your system. Uh, you can have reminders set up to change your filters and everything like that. So again, a lot of benefits to those type of systems. And it is something that's very inexpensive and um, it, it just makes makes operating your home a lot easier. And many of these Wi-Fi thermostats also are available through a smart home installer and you can be integrated with all your other smart home technology with these as well. So you wanna be careful what you pick because sometimes when you pick these, um, if you just get one that has an individual app, that's okay, but then all of a sudden you've got 20 different apps on your phone and that's not exactly something that is easy to deal with. So many times, uh, a home technology provider, or smart home provider will be able to recommend the right product for you that would integrate with your entire system in your home. So make sure that you look into that before you purchase those systems. But again, great options for comfort and operations of your home. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of The Home Building Hero and found it super informative. I do want to ask that you take a moment and like and subscribe the podcast. And we appreciate that because we have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And your liking and supporting of this program keeps it free to you so we can keep delivering valuable information to you about your new home. Now, if you want to learn more about these products as well, uh, they are on our blog. So make sure to visit our website, www.bellmanhomes.com. That's spelled B as in boy, E-L-M-A-N, homes.com. And you go right onto our resources section and you can look up our blog all about heating and cooling options. So again, thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero and we'll talk to you all soon.